0: All right, we'll get back to the uh, Packer Pro Bowl snubs. I just want to talk Packers-Vikings coming up after 7. Uh, for those of you who don't know, today is uh, the start of the early signing period for uh, college football. You know, it used to just be the one signing day in February. They still have that, but now they have the early signing period. And about, I'd say, 75 to 80% of the players will sign here in the next couple days. So the first official Badger is in, I don't know if this guy faxed his paperwork in like I did when I signed my letter back in 1993, or if it's done, you know, through an email now, or hell, it could probably if, be done like on a, uh, uh, what's it, a FaceTime or something if you have an iPhone. If you
1: don't fax it in, though, did you actually commit? That's a good
0: question. So here's my question about, well, I have two questions for this kid, Cam Large. What a what a great name, by the way, for a tight end, Cam, Cam Large. Um, So he is the first Badger to sign. I have so many questions on this. Yeah, how did he? How did players sign now in 2019? And then it says here on uh, 247 Sports that Cam Large is the first Badger commitment. He is a three-star recruit uh, out of Massachusetts. He was uh, the sixth-rated player in the state of Massachusetts. And here's my biggest question. It says he also had offers from Ohio State, Georgia, and Alabama. So he's picking Wisconsin over Ohio State, Georgia, and Alabama. That's pretty cool. My biggest question is why is Ohio State, Georgia, and Alabama offering a three star recruit? I I didn't think if you were a three star recruit that you they'd even
1: answer your take your phone call at Ohio State, a lot Alabama, and Georgia. I see a lot of potential in the kid, I think. If you got a kid named Cam Large at tight end, wouldn't yeah. you want him on your team? Just I mean, by that, name alone. And the
0: kid looks pretty jacked up. He's I'll give six, him credit. Five, he looks the part. He's I'm large. just saying a three-star recruit coming to Wisconsin makes a lot of sense. That's about where we're at. Dude, this kid's yoked.
1: God, what was I doing in high school? Um, I mean, look,
0: we've had some good names. I If this guy ends up becoming anything, is that one of the great football names of all time? It's a great football name. And he's man. a
1: tight end? Cam, large. Well, you could watch his huddle video. I'm watching it right now. It's pretty impressive. Not as impressive as former zone employee Danny Cunningham's. Oof. Huddle video. Remember yeah, that one? That one was...
2: A lot of blocking downfield for a
1: receiver.
0: Yeah. <laughs> or that uh, Jams guy who nearly took Wisconsin apart a couple years ago an up- in an upset game. Yeah. I mean, Iowa um,
1: State-Wisconsin never played each other, but yeah. man, he took it to him. Took them a... apart. What's the Iowa State's name? Illinois State. Real noodle on yeah, Illinois State, Redbirds. Sorry. Yeah, big time Redbird there right in the So anyway, I Anyways. saw...
0: I... Back to Campbell, I just, I saw that and I like instantly a bunch of questions came up. So three minutes ago, he signed with Wisconsin. I want to know, do fax machines still exist? Like uh, I own a a business that works with school districts and one in 10 will say to me, what's your fax number? And I'm like, (laughs) yeah, we don't have one. Um, Most will scan because I get purchase orders from school districts for equipment. And most will just send me an email with a scan of said purchase order. A few come in the snail mail and like I said, probably one in 10 schools will call me and say, what's your fax number? I say, we don't have one. Why? Oh, we want to fax you over this purchase order. So my first question is. Did you you ask them what year they think it is? Yeah. Right. So my first question is because when I was in school, uh, when I was recruited and then when I was in college and I saw signing day with the younger classes, it was, it was fax. It was like you, you. It was the only way you could sign your national letter of intent was via a fax machine. So I want to know: Do they still use fax machines today? And then I'll, I, like, my other question is: Is Cam Large like the greatest name ever for a tight end? And then my other question is: How was a three-star recruit being recruited by Ohio State, Georgia, and Alabama? Did like Wisconsin get some like diamond in the rough here?
1: Yeah, uh, Rick from Lacrosse just hit me up. What's up, Rick? Morning. He says Ohio State and Georgia didn't want Cam Large until Wisconsin recruited him.
0: That's an interesting theory. They're jealous. Um, so anyway, that, that, that's my side note uh, of on your recurring.
1: The, the, uh, Nelson, have you ever used a fax machine? You're the youngest here. No,
2: I've never used a fax machine.
1: Have you ever seen one?
2: <laughs> Not to my knowledge. Or
1: <laughs> I, there's there's one downstairs in our, in our sales department. One? No, well, it's one in the hallway that
0: every now and again something will spit uh, out at it. No,
1: that one doesn't work up here. That one just uses a scanner now. The only fax machine that works in this building now is downstairs in sales. And there's like a step-by-step instruction. There's like 15 steps to send this fax out. I had to use it one time. I've used a fax machine one time in my life.
0: Um yeah, so Nelson here. You never heard this?
1: Mm, he probably did. He lives out in the country. <laughs> you ever hear that Nellie? Yeah, I've heard
2: that. A, that. I didn't know it goes with a fax machine.
0: Yeah, that's what. that's yeah. a fax coming in. Yep. Sounds
2: is- like dial-up modem. The more he know, I guess.
1: Did you have dial-up modem when you were a kid?
2: Didn't have internet. Uh,
1: didn't have internet?
2: Not till I was a freshman in high school.
1: Wow. Um. Uh, yeah. I, I. just. I
0: don't know how. Can. Did I, you I run running hope- water?
2: I did. Believe it or not.
0: <laughs> I hope. Uh. Cam Large was faxing it. I'm gonna guess he didn't. But I'm gonna guess it was like scanned and email. But how? I, I want. I want to know if there's like a fax machine in the UW football offices, and did Cam Large fax in his letter of intent? And then I want to know, how. why is Ohio State and Alabama recruiting this kid? And then I want to know, has there ever been a better name for a tight end than Cam Large?
1: Yeah, Cam Large is a badass name. I know for a fact we have two fax machines here. Maybe today, Nelson, I'll give you a tutorial on how to fax something. You don't have one in the lead anymore?
0: Uh, no, we 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 got when we moved to the new building a year and a half ago. I left that left that behind. I figured it was not worth the uh, the investment can or the floor space. Fax well, I assume you still can. And most like my printer does have an option on, so you can still you can still configure like my oh, printer yeah, yeah, yeah. for faxes. Um, I, there's got to again. I, I I wouldn't be surprised if Cam Large faxed that in. See if any if anybody out there knows how do people like if you have a, a son or daughter that's you know. Signed a national letter of wow. intent. Did they fax it in? I'd be curious to know. Believe
1: it or not, techradar.com gives you the top five picks of best fax machines on the market right now. Who's number one? Does it matter? <laughs> <laughs> it's an Epson Workforce. Epson Workforce WF2750DWF fax machine. It's Hell yeah, a, brothers. It's a beautiful black color. Um, and that's about it, Joe. It's, you've seen fax machines before. I sure have. Uh, all Ooh, right. So, one negative is it's loud. Yeah,
0: the FX machines are very design. loud. Uh, all right, you asked me before the break which uh, Packer I voted for in our Twitter poll. Again, the question, uh, who got the biggest Pro Bowl snub yesterday for the Packers? Uh, Aaron Jones, Preston Smith, Darius Smith, Jerry Alexander. I mean, look, Mason Crosby has missed one field goal this year. Uh, by the way, dealing with uh, nearly the death of his wife and now the death of his sister-in-law, and he's missed one field goal. Uh, So I really wanted to vote for Mason. But the guys on the list, um, Aaron Jones is right up there. But I got to go Jair. I mean, Jair Alexander, how long have we been waiting for a shutdown cornerback in Green Bay? And, you know, all those years where Ted Thompson would draft cornerback after cornerback after cornerback, and they all flamed out. And then the first draft pick Brian Gutekunst ever makes. People don't remember that. This was the first draft pick Goody ever made. His first first first-round draft pick was Jair Alexander and the guy is as steady as he comes. So I, to not think that he's one of the four best cornerbacks in the NFC. That's pretty wild to me. So I, Aaron Jones. Yes, absolutely. Preston <clears> Zadarius, Absolutely. But to me, Jair Alexander, if, if, the, if that's not what a Pro Bowl cornerback looks like, then I don't know what is.
1: Check this out for Pro Bowl. Khalil Mack has 47 tackles, seven and a half sacks. He's a Pro Bowler. You know who's not a Pro Bowler Zadaria Smith or Preston Smith. Zayarius Smith has 59 tackles to Khalil Mack's 47 and 10 sacks to Khalil Mack's seven and a half. Preston Smith has 52 tackles to Khalil Mack's 47 and 11 and a half sacks to Khalil Mack's seven and a half. Preston and Z'Darriath, Smith not Pro Bowlers. Khalil Mack is a Pro Bowler. Explain yeah. that one. Well,
0: it's just team. it's a it's like again it's box, you know, it, it goes both ways. I mean the
1: the two Packers that
0: made it probably weren't really deserving. They got in because they've been Pro Bowlers for many many years. And David Boxer and Aaron Rodgers are Hall of Fame players. <clears throat> They're not having Pro Bowl years. Khalil Mack is probably a Hall of Fame player. But he's not having a Pro Bowl year.
1: We have a question at uh, Zone Madison. Wisco Keith says, Nelson, I hope you're listening. Why isn't Rashawn Gary on this list?
0: <laughs> uh, I mean, I love Rashawn, but I don't think the stats. It's a not, list
1: for players. Rashawn Gary, have to play. Rashawn Gary had more sacks than Khalil Mack on Sunday. That's true.
0: That is 100. That is verifiable, Ebo, on the stats that Where's Rashawn Gary? Gary had a better game than Khalil Mack. Where's Gary? He had, next year, he, he's, he's probably a lock for 2020, don't you guys think?
2: No. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know about that. Where's he going to find the playing time?
0: Uh, Nelson, they're going to they're gonna run like a three. In, you know, you You've heard of the 3-4 or a 4-3. They're just going to run a three. What they're just going to um, throw the Smiths and, and, and Gary on the field next year, and that's it. They're just going to call it a three.
1: What did Dom Cabers call that one like Rover got the elephant position? Yeah. Yeah. The
0: elephant position. Rashawn Gary's going to be an elephant next year, Nelson. He's, 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 he's going to roam. He, he's going to just be doing his thing, Nelson. I would You're...
2: say maybe an elephant because he's pretty big, but uh don't elephants have good memory and good? Yeah. they never not think he does. <laughs> he can't what, he, why did him. he
0: block you on Twitter? He never forgets. You he, he remember he sees all. elephant old. never forgets. Yeah. Here it is Rashawn Gary. Comparable would obviously be the Clippers, and that was the Clippers at full strength two weeks ago. They had Paul George and they had Kawhi, and I was nervous that the streak was going to end right there. And the Bucs were up 30-plus points um, in the second half. So uh, that was the biggest statement game of the year thus far. Uh, tomorrow, Ebo will certainly be the new uh, biggest statement game for the Bucks. So uh, the chances they've had in the past, they've done pretty well. But um, we will see, uh, see what they have in store for them tomorrow.
1: Yeah, there's a little infighting going on with the Lakers a little bit. Anthony Davis was resting, but uh, LeBron James snapped back at his head coach about load management and resting, yada yada yada. So you'll have a more rested up Anthony Davis. LeBron, LeBron's LeBron, and then uh, we'll see what happens with the Honest company. They played on Monday, so they got a couple of what they got an extra days rest. I'm excited for tomorrow's game. There's three of the best players in the world. On the floor in Milwaukee.
0: Yeah, you would have to say three of the top five uh, for sure in this game. I think you would probably say Harden and Kawhi are, are the other two, but I, I would definitely say it's, it's probably right now with the uh, with the Doncic injury. I would say that's one, two, three in the MVP vote. I, mean, I would I would say Giannis is one. And either LeBron or Anthony Davis, too. And I think the other one's three. I think you have one, two, three in the MVP vote right now. And the two best teams and the reigning MVP playing in this game. Yeah, that's that's, crazy, that's that, You can't ask for a better backdrop than this game
1: tomorrow. It's going to be awesome. And um, I wonder if uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is going to be there. Who's he going to root for? Ooh,
0: good question. I don't think he really likes the Bucks, though. No, he does not.
1: You um, couldn't even get Giannis's name right when he introduced <laughs> him for, as an MVP.
0: The biggest question will be, will my plane have landed in time? Will I be able to Uber in time and get checked in in time so I can make it to a sports book by 5 p.m. Vegas time so I can get a legal bet in on this game tomorrow night because after the show, I'm flying out to Vegas. I feel like
1: if you're flying to Vegas, there should be legalized gambling on the plane.
0: Man, wouldn't that be awesome?
1: Like, you're flying to Vegas. Why can't you, I mean, do they control what happens in the air? That's a good
0: point. And, you know, you're, you're changing. Some states I fly over have legalized sports gambling. Some don't. But it's like... When you're at sea, um, it's international waters. Yeah. It's all all bets are off. There's no drinking age. There's gambling. Uh, You can do pretty much anything you want. Can you do that in the sky? Uh, That's what I'm saying. Why would it be any different? If it's in, when you're in the water, there's no laws. Uh, why are there, why are there laws on, you know, gambling and drinking when you're in the sky? They used to let you smoke on airplanes. <laughs> they did
1: used to let you. Some of the, <laughs> some I, still got air. Yeah, the when, ashtrays are just, the, the just welded are, shut. or are welded shut. That's right. Like you could smoke on an airline. If you have your own jet, you can do whatever the hell you By want. By the way, if it. I'm on
0: a, a plane that that's old, I'm not sure how comfortable I'm feeling. Yeah, like.
1: that's true. I, Those, they not, haven't
0: had smoking on planes since like the early nineties. If I'm I on a plane that has a welded shut ashtray, I'm kind of like, dude,
1: might be time for an upgrade. On a plane? I was on a plane coming back from Hawaii that basically looked like it. It had its glory days in like 1992. It yeah, still had that like weird, you know, color like the purple right. and the weird designs and stuff. It was it was a pretty shaky ride. Made it obviously, but yeah, if I got the ashtrays in there, I'm kind of concerned.
0: No, I'm I'm excited about the game tomorrow night. Uh, give me what do you think, Nelson? I think it's probably a pick'em. Maybe do Bucks catch a couple at home. Um, I'm going to say not maybe, really any
2: help here. Maybe. I couldn't give you Yeah, a but
0: gambling's gambling, you know, I'm going to say two or three, maybe bucks the, by a bucket. Yeah. Bucks by two tomorrow night. No, I mean, look, you're right. Evil. That is, um, th- that checks literally every box, mm-hmm. best records, reigning MVP. And I know it would probably pain NBA writers to no end. Um, cause they don't like doing this, but I don't know how at this point, Giannis isn't the MVP.
1: I, mean, I think LeBron incredible. and
0: Anthony Davis are going to certainly make, make him work for it. But I, I would I would think if the voters voted today, Giannis wins the MVP, and they hate, case in point, LeBron James and Michael Jordan. How many MVPs that <clears> Jordan and, and LeBron had left on the table because the dopey writers didn't want to give it to him again and again because they had fatigue. I don't know how Giannis isn't the MVP right now. Well,
1: right now I've got the probability up. Of- on uh, basketball-reference.com, Giannis Antetokounmpo leads the way. 40.4% probability of winning it. James Harden is second at 22.6. LeBron James is third at a 12.8 probability. Luka Doncic is fourth with 11%. And then rounding out the top five would be Anthony Davis with a 10.1% probability of winning the NBA's MVP. Kawhi, eighth. Yeah, um, and I mean, like Harden... Jokic is 10th? Okay.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, Harden's a great player, but, I mean, the stats... Harden's they, is a great he,
1: offensive yeah, player. Yeah,
0: he's a great... I mean, look, Houston's in fifth place in the Western Conference. Uh, the Lakers are the best... Now, if, if the Clippers keep coming, now, they have turned it around. They've won, like, eight of their last ten. If it becomes the Clippers at the end, then I think Kawhi is absolutely back in this, but we talked about this with the Heisman and we've talked about this with the NFL MVP. They used to be, these awards used to be the best player. What these, what these awards have become, the NFL MVP, the major league baseball's MVP awards, uh, the Heisman trophy, it's now become the best player on the best team. And I don't know if that's good or bad, right? I mean, it is the award, is the MVP, the most valuable player. Are you the most valuable player in the league or Is it by proxy being on the best team? Because if the Bucs continue to be the best team in the East and make a deep run, Giannis is probably going to win the MVP, right? Like James Harden being on a sixth place team, I don't think is going to, you know, has the credentials to match up with LeBron, Anthony Davis, Giannis, and Kawhi if the Clippers get back in this thing.
1: If you... I mean, every week the NBA and their analytics, they release a, a graph of how good each individual player is. It's like a big chart where it's got, if you're, if you're up to the right, If you're up to the right corner, that means you're a good defense, good offense. If you're down, you know, it's like how good you are on offense compared to how good you are on defense. It's like this little chart. Giannis Adetokounmpo sits on his own island with the best defense and the best offense in the league, while James Harden has some of the best offense with the worst defense. So I'll show you the graph. But Giannis Adetokounmpo literally sits on his own island, a picture all by himself of how legitimately good that he is that no other player can touch him. And he's done that since since, you know, the season started. Giannis Nakumbo has a 40% probability of winning the NBA uh, MVP. James Harden has 22.6%.
0: Oh, my God. More evidence that every single person on planet Earth, Ebo, listens to the Joe and Ebo show. You're not going to believe what was just tweeted out one minute ago. Um, it's a picture of a – this is some guy. I'm listening. Uh listening. Derek Pomansky is a – coach in LS, he's a special assistant at LSU football. He says, morning, everybody. And it's a picture of a fax machine. It's in the LSU football office. This guy says the only reason that fax machine still exists is for today because the NCAA is the only organization that isn't aware that e-signing is still a thing. <laughs> then this guy, the coach, retweets and says, Dude, it's almost 2020. A lot of prospects take a picture of their NLI, that's their national letter of intent, and text it to us. The fax is just a prop. So we have, com- we have competing
1: tweets here. Well, RJ, our Badger insider, just tweeted us at Zone Madison, and he took a picture of the fax instructions downstairs and says, Today is the day, National Fax Machine Day, tutorials every hour on the hour in the sales department. Do you, want to, do you want me to give you the directions, Nelson? This is how you send a fax. Number one, place the fax face up in a tray. Number two, <laughs> press the fax button, parentheses, it will turn blue. Number three, dial nine, followed by the destination number. If long distance, dial nine, then a one, followed by the destination number. Number four, press the start black button. And then number five, a fax confirmation will print automatically. You get all that?
2: I'm glad I now know that. There'll be a quiz later. I will probably never
1: ever send a fax in my life. I'm gonna make you send the fax today down in to the sales department.
0: Um, I'm just oh, so I'm 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 gonna get more into these tweets. So the one guy has a picture of a fax machine, and then the guy who's a, a special assistant to Ed Orgeron says it's only a joke in our office. Everybody takes a picture and texts it to us on our see, that's what I would think. I I don't think the fax machine's still getting used. Um, but apparently it according to the NCA,
1: it's still being used today. Yeah, are still know. being used. I mean, they'll still sell fax, fax machines. Today's the day that everyone uses them. But what else? I mean, I guess what
0: else? Forgetting about national letter intent, what else needs to be? I mean, do we like? Do we fax?
1: I had to fax in paperwork when I bought a house.
0: Yeah, I guess like when I was at my when I sold my last condo like for the, the under for
1: the underwriter. Yeah,
0: like the title and stuff. Okay, I'm just thinking. You like what? Can't you scan? an email or what can't you take a picture of with your phone and text that like what is there's there can't be any purpose still to a fax machine I don't the fax machine was like what texting was in the 80s like if you, if you wanted to uh, take it's a like cell- the
1: modern day um Morris code well, they just put it on a paper no it's like again yeah. it,
0: the fax machine is like what what was you what you had in place of your cell phone like 15 years ago before people could like take a picture and text something they had to fax it i'm just trying to think what what would be something that you would use a fax machine for in 2019 I have is no, there I, anything I have no idea
1: i have no clue i mean i used it one time when i bought a house to, for the underwriters that's it
2: and nelson you said you've never used it right yeah i've never used a fax machine in my life i'm gonna put a
0: poll up how long has it been i'm that, that, I just can't imagine that there's there's a purpose for it. But you, they still sell them, and RJ apparently we have instructions on our fax machine and our sales. I want office. to put
1: a pull up too. Like, have, do you still use a fax machine? <laughs> have you have you used a fax machine? I'm on do it. I got this. Machine?
0: This is hilarious. Fax machine. <gasps> Uh, all right, so what did you get during the break on the fax machine that the guy was – he was a trucker or something? that some somebody. Oh, no, no, there no. are so, people that are actually requesting – there are customers that are requesting faxes?
1: So uh, Jack tweeted in his own mask, Jack says, I work in a heating and cooling company that I have to fax one invoice a month to a customer who insists on faxes because they don't ever check their email or don't know how. They're about 70 years old or, or up.
0: And I said – that's funny because, yeah, the first thing I said when you read me the tweet, I'm like, oh, that – customer has to be at least 65 years
1: old. Like, yeah. who would request a bill via fax? I thought they would have requested more of like a Morris Code coming in. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Again, uh, today's National Signing Day for college uh, football, and a lot of people think this is the last day where a fax machine is used. So we were asking, what other professions are there that you use a fax machine? And then I put a Twitter poll up at uh, at Actions on Radio. When's the last time you used a fax machine? A month, a year, years, plural, or never. Now, years, plural, is winning, but here's the thing, Evo. It's winning by 1% over a month. How is that possible? What? 31% of you say you've used it out of this Twitter poll. 31% of you say you've used a fax machine within the last month? Bro, we're about to enter
1: 2020. It's time to get it to the times here. Um, Speaking of why we're talking about faxes machine, because it's, you know, Signing Day, Wisconsin football. Nelson dropped a little juicy nugget on us. Big Ten standings this decade. Nelson, do you wanna you wanna read that for Wisconsin and the, and the Big Ten? Yeah, Wisconsin
2: comes in as the best team in the last decade in the Big Ten West, and the second best team behind the Ohio State in the Big Ten in the past decade.
1: So Ohio State's number one of a record of seventy-four and ten this decade. Second is Wisconsin of a record of sixty-four and twenty. How about that, Miller? Who do you think would be the the third best team in the Big Ten over the last decade? Yeah, Ohio State won at seventy four and ten. Wisconsin number two at sixty four and twenty.
0: I'd say either Penn State or Iowa. It
1: would be Michigan State, fifty six well, and twenty eight. Yeah, I
0: mean they did make a college football playoff in there
1: and they won a couple. Then titles. Penn State would be fifty four and thirty. Uh, wow, the East really kind of dominates the rest of the the west here iowa i'll just go west wisconsin number one 64 and 20 iowa two at 48 and 36 northwestern three at 42 42 nebraska who hasn't been in the big 10 the entire decade comes in at 40 and 36 minnesota 34 and 50 Oof. <laughs> I hate to per- see that purdue 24 and 60 and illinois 20 and 64 and that includes a
0: winning record in a bowl game this year. Yikes.
1: And then in the East, Ohio State number one. Michigan State number two. Penn State number three at fifty four and thirty. Michigan uh number four at fifty four and thirty one. Indiana twenty two and sixty. Look at the drop off from four to five in the Big Ten East. Four is Michigan at fifty three and thirty one. At fifth, Indiana's twenty two and sixty two.
0: And another team that had a had an eight win season in a bowl game.
1: That's a thirty one game win drop off. <laughs> And then go Maryland and, and Mar- Rutgers if Maryland, you want to laugh. Maryland, 14 and 38. Rutgers, 7 and 45. 7 and 45. Now, keep in mind, they haven't been picked in the entire decade, but 7 and yeah. 45.
0: Well, those stats just go to show you, and I said this yesterday, uh, when you're a Packer or a Badger fan, you don't compare to the top teams. Like To compare the Packers to the Patriots is stupid. So you compare Wisconsin to Ohio State is stupid. Those teams just operate on another frequency. You compare comparable teams. Compare the Packers to the Vikings, to the Bears, to the Saints, to the Steelers. I think you're going to be surprised and you're going to be happy as a Packer fan. Compare, as we just did, Wisconsin to Michigan, Michigan State, Iowa, Nebraska. You're going to be happy. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, th- that's the identity of the Packers and the Badgers. You know, we're we're not going to be playing in championships every year, but we're going to be the next best thing, and we usually are. I mean, Wisconsin and this is has, another both these teams this year is another great example. Wisconsin
1: of it. has in the last decade, Wisconsin has more wins than Michigan State, Penn State, Michigan, Iowa, Minnesota, Nebraska. I mean, it's crazy. It kind of puts some things in perspective, doesn't it? But then also on the flip side, does it put in perspective that Wisconsin needs to get better because Ohio State seventy four and ten?
0: That's crazy
1: in a decade. That's well, nice.
0: and then here's this. Speaking of recruiting, which we started all this, this just uh, dropped a minute ago. Uh, boy, th- th- you hate to see it for PJ Fleck because he's such a good guy and he's so beloved around these parts. Oh yeah. That the highest remaining uncommitted prospect in the class of two thousand twenty in the state of Minnesota. He plays for a school in Minneapolis. One minute ago, signed with your Wisconsin Badgers
1: on Wisconsin. Caden Johnson,
0: the top-rated player in the state of Minnesota, he's a four-star linebacker from Minnetonka Academy. Just picked Wisconsin over Minnesota one minute ago.
1: Yeah, hate to see that, PJ Fleck. PJ Fleck, dude. That he is. Did you see? I think it was last year, maybe yeah, we two were, years ago. The recruiting shirts. No. So they had recruits would come in, and on it, I'll find the picture for you. On it, it had the number, and it said P.J. Fleck in the gigantic, bold font. P.J. Fleck with the the recruits number, and then in tiny little font, it said Minnesota on it.
0: Uh, I love this write-up from Rivals. Uh, The team, it hurts the most. Uh, Minnesota is the school that feels the biggest loss with Johnson going to the Big Ten West rival. The Gophers uh, are doing a good job of casting a wide net. Uh, Minnesota's 10-win season was built on the 2016 recruiting class, which was filled with in-state prospects. But Minnesota missing out on the top prospect in the state in its own backyard to Wisconsin is going to sting.
1: Oof. So That
0: one, again, you got to feel bad for P.J. Fleck.
1: Such a good guy. So in, two, in 2018, this, Joe, I'm going to show you this picture, and you're gonna, it's going to blow your mind. 2018, this is what P.J. Fleck made the re, Minnesota recruits wear. Look what it says.
0: P.J. Fleck, RTB?
1: Roll the boat. Where do you, um, see, where do you see Minnesota yeah. on there?
0: It's a tiny little M logo. You don't even say And it. how does big
1: is? does it say P.J. Fleck on P. the shirt? P.J.
0: Fleck's name is 15 times size bigger than the Minnesota go- M.
1: <laughs> and he makes all the recruits wear a shirt that says P.J. Fleck, roll the boat, and a tiny little right. M on it from Minnesota. And there's not
0: even a that, mention Nelly? of
2: Minnesota. Yeah, I've seen that before.
0: <laughs> what a <laughs> <laughs> like I said, the, I, I'm stunned that the top player in Minnesota at the 11th hour would pick, you know, the gentle, fatherly figure in Paul Christ over the maniac running up the up and down the sideline, making it all about him. PJ Fleck. I'm just stunned that this kid Caden Johnson picked Wisconsin over Minnesota. Hey, I feel terrible for Minnesota fans Was today. PJ
1: Fleck not the most smarmiest dude out there. Like, That's awesome,
0: by the way. Well done, Wisconsin. Four-star linebacker, the best-rated football player in Minnesota. I just love it whenever it's basketball or football because we do it every year. How many great all-timers in basketball and football have come out of the state of Minnesota that have played for Wisconsin?
1: isn't it?
0: So there you go. Uh, now, here's my follow-up question to you guys. Did Caden Johnson fax in his letter of intent to Wisconsin? How do you think Caden Johnson made it official with the Badgers one minute? Well, if, now it's about 10 minutes ago.
1: If you don't fax in your letter of intent, you never actually were recruited. You never actually signed. It's like if a tree falls in the woods and no one's around to hear it, did it make a sound?
0: <laughs> uh, did funny. it? I don't know, man. That's a great question, Evo. It's a very fair and, and and
1: prudent question for the topic of the day. If a fax machine didn't make a bunch of screeching dial-up modem noises, did you actually sign a letter of intent?
0: That's a good, That's a good, good question. Again, the Twitter poll Packer fans, right now, uh, as you see it, what's the storyline going into Monday Night Football, Packers-Vikings? Finally getting a win uh, in Minnesota. Again, the Packers have never won in U.S. Bank Stadium uh, in three tries. Uh, winning the division. Whatever happens in Week 17 between Vikings-Bears and or Packers-Lions, it does not matter if Green Bay wins Monday night. They are your NFC North Division champs or keeping home-field advantage alive, you do have to win on Monday night, and you still need some help from the Saints and or 49ers. I think if you win Monday night, you are almost a lock for the two-seed, and I think you've got a coin flip because the 49ers and, and Seahawks both have tough games still to come that you could still have a shot at home-field advantage. Right now, 48% of you say keeping home-field advantage alive is the biggest storyline. I'm a bit surprised. I would have thought maybe winning the division. Um, it's been a minute since we've said NFC North division champs. Right? Um, I voted home field advantage, but it was tight. I, I would, I, I don't really put that much stock in the winning in there. Although I, if you get to, I mean, what, what do we, what did we determine was a pattern three or more?
1: Yeah. Three or more is a pattern. So
0: if you know if they lose this game Monday night, you know, what are you going to hear all next season? Before that whenever whatever week the Packers play the Vikings next year. Ah, oh, Green Bay can't win in Minnesota. Camp, can't can't win. Do it. Won't do it. Can't do it. Can't so do it. I uh I do understand that there's some urgency to finally get that monkey off the well, back.
1: If you win in Minnesota, you get that monkey off your back and you say, Yep, Kirk Cousins now 0 9 in Monday night football. The Packers finally got their first win at US Bank Stadium. And then if you do that, you also will win the division, correct? Yes. You'd win the division. And then if you do that, you'd also be keeping the home field Right, advantage alive. So, and if the Saints, it's like loop, a domino. Yeah, no, that's a that's good the way of the Brett Bealmo one and one zero mentality, baby. That's a good way 1-0 of one and zero every week. We're on to Minnesota.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it does. It well, it 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 does. It does a win does two of the three, right? Mm-hmm. It clinches a win in Minnesota, something you haven't done in the stadium, and it clinches the division. The only thing it doesn't do is ensure home field advantage. You get,
1: um, I just did the the number crunching. If you win in Minnesota you get an 88% chance of getting that first round by.
0: I was just going to say, you almost lock it up because then all you're doing is beating, all you have to do to keep the two seed is beat the Lions, a team that has clearly quit. I saw it yesterday, Matt Stafford, it's official, they put him on IR. So you're going to get Blow or Blau or whatever the hell his name is next week. Uh, The Uh, Lions don't even have, like, they can't even fill a roster. They're so decimated. So you're going to win that game. And again, I think New Orleans is on upset alert Sunday in in Tennessee against the Titans because the Titans have to win just to get into the playoffs. So, yeah, I think if they win Sunday or Monday, I think they're going to be the I think they're going to get a first round bye. I think it's almost guaranteed that a, you will have a round off and that you will have at worst play only one road game in the playoffs. That would be the NFC Championship game.
1: Uh the King RXX Rory says Green Bay was fully healthy and they couldn't beat San Francisco.
0: That's true. It was very they, true. They Not only did they not beat San Francisco, Roy, they got, they got throttled. dominated.
2: You know what might be interesting is that obviously the Saints play before the Packers. If the Saints do lose, what kind of energy do the Packers come out with? That's
0: another good point, Nelson, because, yeah, the New Orleans game is Sunday at noon. Uh, the Saints are a three-point favorite at Tennessee, who, again, if the Titans lose, they're basically eliminated from the playoffs. So, yeah, if New Orleans loses that game... Green Bay basically that
2: that Minnesota game becomes yeah for the two seed basically nothing yeah because all you'd have to do is win the the Detroit game
0: yeah so that's an interesting concept I mean would it be would you almost want the Saints to win right to be able to keep pace the problem is next week the Saints play the Panthers who stink so stink if New Orleans wins Green Bay yeah you almost feel like you want the Saints to win now because the Packers they have to win to keep pace if the Packers lose
2: wouldn't you want the Saints to lose. Because then you just have to win one of your last two games.
0: Right, but I'm just saying what's the – because right now the Packers have the tiebreak with the Saints. Um, if the Saints win, if the goal is to beat the Vikings, don't the Packers have a higher motivation to beat the Vikings if the Saints win, knowing that they have to keep pace? If the Saints lose, Green Bay is going to say, dude, it doesn't matter. All we got to do is beat the crapbag Lions next week, and we still get the two-seed.
2: I, mean, I don't want to see my, what I just said.
0: Yeah, but I don't want to see the Packers lose to the. I still don't want to see them lose to the Vikings because then I got to hear that dumbass well, no horn.
2: Wants Nelson to see lose, but I'm saying, do they come out with the same energy if the Saints have already? Yeah, no, lost it's a, it's because a good the question. Game doesn't mean as Everyone's much. Everyone's
1: got to put their cell phones in a lockbox. No one's allowed to look at anything. or <laughs> yeah. nothing for a whole day. Whole day.
0: I was gonna say. So I when I, the last time I was the Zach Heilprin or the Tony Cartagena, the information guy, uh, the the beat guy when I was at a Packer game and it was that they played the, the three o'clock game and the Vikings were playing a noon game. And I think my, it might've been Mike Sherman at the end or might've been the, one of the McCarthy's first years. It was, it was a, either way they were getting the division or the wild card. And they said that they didn't turn on any TV and that nobody in during warmups, the scoreboard, even at Lambeau, wouldn't show that highlight. But that was three hours. Yeah. Do you think they could? Yeah, do you think the Packers could be. Could they unplug for 24 hours?
1: They'd have to unplug and then they'd have to be able to like seclude themselves in a room where no one well, else. It like a get jury being in sequestered. In, a, in a day and
2: age where players are grabbing their phone 10 minutes after the game or tweeting from the sideline right. in the locker room, no. I the, don't think they can yeah. unplug hey, for 24 NBA hours. Some NBA players do it
0: during the game. Yeah, I was going to say, don't guys tweet when Antonio Brown's live streaming the yeah. Steeler locker room. Uh, yeah, I don't think the Packers could unplug from noon on Sunday until seven o'clock Monday night. But if they did, that would no be way that would be one of the greatest feats in the cell phone social media era if somehow Matt LaFleur could convince All 53 members of the active roster to not engage in social media from noon on Sunday to 7 on Monday night, and they have no idea what they're playing for on Monday night. That would be the greatest sports accomplishment of all time.
1: It would be. Who would be the first to break it? I think
2: even the 1920 Packers would know over a day and a half later. (laughs)
0: Extra, extra, real Well, it's about like what's it? that—the movie with the the Runaway Jury, where they're all you know they're all sequestered, and like John Cusack has to like break out of his room and like climb down the fire escape to try and rig the jury. You could just sequester the Packers in like some crappy hotel by the airport, and they have like guards posted yeah. outside. going just every- gonna get
1: them all grumpy so and we- think of those. Take the <laughs> beating out on the Vikings. Some yeah. NFL
2: players would say you already kind of do that by having them live in Green Bay.
1: Hey. Des Bryant, didn't Jerry Jones hire
0: Des Bryant a babysitter? He had a guy that just would follow around Des Bryant to make sure he didn't get in trouble when he was in the Cowboys.
1: Did Des Bryant own a monkey or was that Terrell Owens? Yeah, that was his monkey. It was Bobo. Bobo, yeah.
0: I Call Jerry Jones, see who Des Bryant's babysitter was, and hire him to shadow the Packers for a Are day. Are you
2: sure you want Des's babysitter? Because yeah. I feel like that didn't go the best.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't think you want him. I'm
2: just talking
0: through it, or Nelson. Her. That would be amazing. A day and a half of no communication with the outside world by the Packers. Hey,
1: didn't they, didn't the Packers love playing board games? Like, weren't they playing board games a lot? Yeah. Put them in a room, yeah. throw some board games in there.
0: Monopoly, 24-hour marathon of Monopoly. Yeah. Talking about the uh, the Pro Bowl snub, I still can't believe uh, that the two guys that got in are probably the least two deserving right. of the Packer would-be Pro Bowlers. I mean, I, certainly Aaron Rodgers and David Bakhtiari are in their discussion, I don't really have a problem with him getting in, but if it was at the expense of Aaron Jones, Preston Smith, Darius Smith, Jair Alexander, hell, even throw in Mason Crosby's missed one field goal this year. Blake Martinez leads the NFL in tackles again. That's six guys right there that I would all put ahead of Bakhtiari or Rogers, yet none of them get in. Those do. We put a poll out. Who do you think was the biggest snub uh, right now, Zadarius Smith, 46%. Aaron Jones, 42%. Preston Smith, 10 Jair Alexander, 3
1: Yeah, Yeah, uh, Tyler, T.H. Tyler Harris tweets in his own Madison says, Mason Crosby deserves to be on there. With the adversity he's fighting in his home life and how he made a major comeback from last season where many wanted him cut to being one of the most accurate kickers in the league. Also, statistically, he's one of the most efficient kickers. Yeah. How is he not on there? Nelson, you had, um, I don't want to sound like a, a hater or anything, but... Aaron Rodgers does not deserve to be a Pro Bowler. Nelson, did you have the the stats when it come to Rodgers and where he ranks for the quarterbacks? Yeah, I'd have to pull him back. I mean, Dak but... Prescott beats Rodgers in every single category. Yeah, I mean, he he got in
0: just like Khalil Mack, just like Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, Bakhtiari
1: doesn't belong on yeah. there, no
0: just him, like David Bakhtiari. I mean, there are. It's not just the Packers. It's a. It's no different than the the Major League Baseball Star Game. To some extent, the NBA, I mean, Kobe Bryant was like 40 years old and was done, yet he was getting more votes than, like, you know, LeBron and Harden and Curry in their in their primes. Same thing here. Uh, I just want to know out of the Packers that deserved it, which one was the most deserving. I think we agree Rodgers and Bakhtiari weren't the most deserving. Who was the most deserving? Is it one of the Smiths? is it Jair? Or is it Aaron Jones second in the NFL in touchdowns? I mean, like who
1: is the most deserving? Both the Smiths have better stats than Khalil Mack. Preston like, Smith's Darius Smith obviously. Aaron Jones is the biggest egregious one to me. He's he's second in the NFL in touchdowns. He is 17. Christian McCaffrey is 18. Christian McCaffrey's a Pro Bowler. Aaron Jones is not even a first team alternate. Like how's that how's that possible? Aaron Jones is the reason why the Packers are 11 and 3. Uh, see, I
2: can see why Aaron Jones didn't make it just because of all the good running backs that are in the NFC this year. Like, you have to put him behind guys like Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, for sure.
1: Would you put him behind Zeke?
2: I think so, pure numbers-wise, yeah.
0: Touchdown, I mean, Elliott does have 200 more yards rushing. Uh, Jones has him dominated in touchdowns. But to me, it's like, it It goes back to the MVP and the Heisman. Are you are you the best player, or are you the best player on your team? Because the Packers aren't 11-3. and three without Aaron Jones. I think we all agree on that. Mm -hmm. Now, does that make him a pro bowler? Or if he had 200 more yards than Ezekiel Elliott, would he get in over Ezekiel Elliott? I mean, would you rather take yards or touchdowns?
2: I'd put Aaron Jones ahead of Alvin Kamara, even though going into the season, no one else would think that. Yeah,
1: same, totally. Totally.
2: And but then, I just think there's probably a solid three or four running backs that are probably more deserving in the NFC than Aaron Jones. When
1: you're on an 11-3 and three team and have two pro bowlers, there's a, there's a couple red flags flying up there. You're 11-3 and three and you have two pro bowlers? Can, can anyone explain that to me?
2: Maybe you're not quite as good as that 11-3 and, and record.
1: Aaron Rodgers is like middle of the pack for quarterbacks and David Bakhtiari leads the team in, in penalties? Well, that, that's a great question you guys asked. Now, do you think they only – again –
0: the, the Vikings and Bears had more pro bowlers than the Packers. Do you think it's because the Packers aren't that good and they are the benefactor of being a lucky 11-3 team? Or do you say, no, screw that. They literally did get screwed. I mean, how do you not say Zedarius or Preston Smith are one of the four best outside linebackers, not in the NFL, in the NFC? Or how do you say that Aaron Jones isn't one of the four best running backs in the NFC or how do you say Mason Crosby is not one of the two best kickers in the NFC? Right. Or do you say maybe, maybe this 11 and three is all exaggerated Ooh. and they're in Yeah. It's, 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 pa- they're it's paper, they're paper tigers. And green
2: and fool's gold. I don't understand. I know that he, what this player wasn't invited to the pro bowl, but he is an alternate. How the hell is Tariq Cohen an alternate at running back?
1: <laughs> what has he done?
2: <laughs> he, this isn't even his best year. Yeah. And he's, I can't get my head around that. So how Tariq Cohen, a little scat back, is an alternate is beyond me because he's not even having his best statistical season, and the Bears' run game has been horrid this year.
1: Yeah, but Cordell Patterson, I guess, was for special teams though, as is as a Pro Bowler. They run him more than David Montgomery at times. Make you scratch your head.
2: Or they try and get the ball to Cordell Patterson more than Tariq Cohen. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Don't get it.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, and then you say, okay, if it's about stats, like Ezekiel Elliott, it's he's got more yards than Aaron Jones, even though I think Aaron Jones is having a better year than Ezekiel Elliott. Then, okay, Blake Martinez leads the NFL in tackles. So you're not going to reward the Blake NFL's Martinez is the biggest
1: like enigma. He is in a, the NFL. He
0: is by but far and away the biggest enigma.
1: So bad. He has. Is he good? Is he decent? Is he av- like Here's the thing: he?
2: when he can get to the play, he can tackle the guy. But the thing is, he's so slow he doesn't get to the play a lot of times.
0: But that's the thing. How do you get? You know, it's like the 11, how can you be eleven and three with only two Pro Bowlers? How can you be that slow? Which yes, Blake Martinez is, but still lead the NFL in tackles. I think the Packers at eleven and three are an enigma, and I think like Blake Martinez and some of these other guys that got left off, because uh, you can't be that good. But not be that good, right? Like I, I don't get it well, on both sides. I don't get the Packers eleven and three with two Pro Bowlers. I don't get guys like Jair Alexander, Blake Martinez not being Pro Bowlers.
1: How many of those tackles for Blake Martinez are guys that already carved up five to seven yards? You know. Well, yeah, but I'm, especially I especially like, when the their field. their defensive
2: line hasn't done a great job of stopping the run. It's him or that runs going for double. No, D-back. I don't
0: think he's the most we didn't even put him on our top four. I'm just making the point about if it's about stats that gets you onto the Pro Bowl, why then wouldn't Aaron you? Aaron
1: Rodgers
2: shouldn't be there.
0: I agree. And then
1: Zadarius Smith and Preston Smith should and Khalil right. Mack should be there. And Khalil whoosh.
0: I mean, Khalil Mack's on there on name recognition Dude, only. Rashon Gary sacks
1: Rashawn Gary had more sacks. More more sacks than Khalil Mack last game,
2: and that's let's, Gary first round bust. Let's not look at a one game sample size here.
0: Hey, season's not over yet, Nelson. I still it's by the way on my bookie it still says the bet is still open
1: for me on my Gary at uh, fourteen to one on NFC defense And I told you you probably
2: year. already received an email that said thank you for your donation.
1: Yeah, and then when you make a bet on him to win rookie defense rookie of the year, they send you back a laughing emoji. <laughs> No, it's bet, just thanks for laughing at bet, The
0: bet's still open right now. I'm on my well,
1: right it now. Would be they want to make money, right? They well, want I, to fleece I, people.
0: I made the bet in August. I'm just saying still technically there are two games left. Yeah, it's like up. the Speaking over-
2: about players that actually play on the defensive side of the ball, I think the thing with Blake Martinez, it's not only that he's not fast, it's that he's not good at reading coverages. And when you're not fast and you're not good at reading coverages, you're really going to be struggling Nelson. as a middle linebacker, especially when you're the only middle linebacker on the roster. You have to be on the field quite a bit.
1: Nelson, he's got to be smart. He went to Stanford.
2: Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, and Rashawn look, Gary was an all Big Ten academic.
0: Probably was. No he, no, he was. How many other players Nelson are currently running agents agencies like Rashawn Gary is?
1: How many? I'm just saying. How many players does he have? Uh,
0: I don't know. But, you know, he, he could have, he's he got one. I know that. He's you want to look at himself. some of
2: these stats, though. But it's not Rogers about Blake stats.
0: Martinez. It's about again. Tell me. I don't want to know who made. I want to know about the the egregiousness of like Aaron Jones.
2: Like well, I think it's egregious that Aaron Rodgers made a Pro Bowl. I He's think it 18th is too. Eighteenth in completion percentage. Like
1: that's not Aaron Rodgers good. But Aaron Rodgers is not having a great season. It's simple. He's on there because of it's his name. Yeah. Aaron I mean, Rogers. Julio Jones isn't top ten
0: in touchdown receptions in the NFC. He's on there. I mean, there are a lot of guys that are on here that don't belong on here. Ezekiel Elliott's having his – he had his – that was the biggest stretch of games that he didn't have a 100-yard game since his freshman year at Ohio State before he went off on Sunday against the Rams. That's, this is the worst season Ezekiel Elliott's had since he was in, 18 years old and he still made the Pro Bowl. There are a lot of guys on here that don't belong on here. All right, here.
1: so on our Twitter poll, we got the fax machine one. I want to. <laughs> I'd want to do another Twitter poll. What What have you done more? Used a fax machine or watched the Pro Bowl? <laughs> well, I bet you had. Fa- I've yeah, I've only used the fax machine once in the past couple of years. So I would honestly vote I'd use the fax machine more than I've watched the Pro Bowl in the past five years, six years.
0: I would just counter that Twitter poll with uh, if if you watch the Pro Bowl, do you deserve to still breathe our air? <laughs> like uh, you're wasting you're wasting oxygen for the other human beings that if you're still on this planet watching that ab- abomination of a, pro- a product. Watch the
1: Pro Bowl. Why?
0: Um, do, do you believe Do you believe in natural selection for the people that watch the Pro Bowl this year? That would be my Twitter poll. Because the game's already... I mean, the game's a joke. You said it there.
1: Where is it even? Don't, I don't even know.
0: Don't even care. Uh, I won't. I, I don't care if the entire Packer team suddenly gets in because here's the other thing. Most of these guys will event, end up being on the Pro Bowl because of injuries and the teams that are still in the playoffs. So I'm sure Aaron Jones probably at some point or Zadarius Smith ends up being a Pro Bowler unless the Packers make the Super Bowl. So it's not about the game. It's about the point of recognizing who are the best players. If you're going to have something called the Pro Bowl, then pick the best players. The game itself's a joke. It's about the process of putting the game together that pisses me off. Like, the game itself's an unwatchable product.
1: Dude, it got so unwatchable, they tried to have the players play dodgeball to make people watch. Yeah, what's really going to bring in viewers is watch these NFL players play dodgeball. <laughs> I just I just can't get on board with an Orlando being an Orlando being a Pro Bowler. I'm well,
2: sorry, but... He has not played anywhere near a Pro Bowl level. Yes. And yeah, I'm the guy yeah. that in baseball when people are like, "Oh, vote for your, the team you like." No, that's stupid. You vote for the best players that are having the best seasons. He doesn't deserve to be there. In fantasy well, here's the football doesn't no, so he's you know not going to be there. People like to to tie Yeah, it? I don't think he's going
1: to be <laughs> he's, there. he never goes. He's going to give it up to someone that deserves to be there. You no, know,
2: a lot of people like to tie fantasy football with real NFL players. Well, so far in what? 14 games, Aaron Rodgers has outperformed his projection four times. Yeah, he's he's an av- he's a middle of the pack quarterback this year. That's below average fantasy-wise. Um but and I'd say he's average overall in the actual grand scheme of things.
1: At best.
0: I and I think by the way, I think, you know, Khalil Mack and Julio Jones, I think they're below average superstars that played this year. I don't again, I the, to me the 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 lead isn't Aaron Rodgers getting in. To me the lead is Aaron the wrong Aaron, right? To me the lead is Wrong. Aaron goes to Pro Bowl. The yeah, that's lead why I is, voted
1: Aaron Jones. Uh,
0: to me, the lead is guy that may set. Sorry, Amon Green may set the Packers' single season record for touchdowns. Isn't even a Pro Bowler. That to me is the lead of this headline. Yeah, and
1: that's why I voted Aaron Jones should be a Pro Bowler.
0: Six zero eight three two one sixteen seventy. Gavin, welcome
1: to the Joe and Ebo Show. Hey boys, how are we feeling this morning? What up, buddy? Good, Gav. How are you feeling?
3: I'm feeling good, Ebo. One more day closer to that Monday night. That's time right. That's right. Hey, before we get to the Pro Bowl stuff, Joe. More importantly, how you feeling about uh, that season-long uh, bet with me, Rashawn Gary, four and a half sacks over/under, my friend?
0: I—I I mean, you got a big. F- here's the thing, what Gavin. Was he at two. He's got two and a half. Um, <laughs> a late, a late bloomer, right, Joe? Yep. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> they're gonna—they're gonna beat the Vikings, Gavin, on Monday, and the Lion game will then be for nothing. So you're going to see Tim Boyle. You're going to see the bat. You're going to see Jake Comerow. Guess who you're not going to see? It's the Darius or Preston Smith. Guess who's going to have a career day against the Lions next week? That would be one Rashawn Gary. So the bet is going to come down to Week 17, and he's going to have like three sacks. You
1: mark my word.
3: See, this would make me feel better if you said that he had three sacks on Monday night. because Then it would actually mean something.
1: <laughs> Gavin, do a, dub- do a double how. or nothing bet right now with that. No, I'm What's good that? with what we got. So you should do a double or nothing bet right now with that proclamation. I'm, I'm good. Should, we, should my... we go
3: double or nothing, Joe? Take that bet off the table and we'll go rest of the season half a sack for Rashawn Gary. Ooh.
0: Ooh. So you want to scrap the four and a half for a half sack well, I over mean, the next two games?
3: I just feel bad for you
0: at four and a half, Joe. No, I'll st- I Dude, I'm telling you. Matt Flynn, Gavin, passed for 450 yards in a meaningless game. Rashawn Gary can get two sacks in a meaningless game. I got this, baby. I'm good. I'll stick you know, with oddly it. oddly
3: enough, watching the Lions play over the last two months, that's not that huge of a reach. They're horrible. Yeah. <laughs> They're
1: bad, dude. I hey believe <laughs> in
3: Gary we trust. Gross. God, that's almost as bad as in Ted we trust the last few years. <laughs> Hey guys to the Pro Bowl. It's it's nothing more than the all star game for baseball. It's a popularity vote. Um if if the Smith brothers don't make all pro, then we can be up in arms. Um but one guy I haven't heard you guys talk about is Brian Balaga. I wanted to give yeah. him some props. I yep. know before the season we were talking and with the injuries, I understand it. Whether or not the Packers need to bring him back, guys and Seeing how they did against the Niners when he was out, and if you look at the pass blocking metrics, he's been like the best right tackle in the NFL this year. That seems like a no brainer. Uh, That's like the one guy they have to bring back this offseason. Want to get your take on Balaga quick, guys. Uh, Have a good one. We'll talk to you later, fellas. See you, Gav. Yeah,
0: thank you, Gavin. I mean, that's a great uh, question. You know, I thought, I think we all thought he was going to be done after this year. I think there was, you know, once they cut Mike Daniels, I think some Packer fans thought he might not even make the, the 53. But the way he's played, it'll all be money. Um, now they don't have anywhere close to the free. I mean, they don't have a class like Clay Matthews, Randall Cobb, all the guys they had. So uh, it's a far smaller group of free agents. Again, it'll come down to money, and will Belaga play at a discount, or will somebody? You know, the the the, the you know the Lions gave Mike Daniels everything he wanted. Um, you know, the the Cowboys gave Randall Cobb everything he wanted. The the Rams gave you know Clay Matthews, everything he wanted. So it'll come down to what you know, what the Packers want to pay him versus what he wants to get. But yeah, I I, I would bring him back in 2020 based on this Plus, year, no question.
1: Brian Bulaga brings the greatest thing to the table when it's uh you have like a big time game and they go through the players, and his face comes up. Nelson, you want Brian to say Bulaga, it? <laughs> Brian it Bulaga, Iowa? Brian
0: Bulaga, Iowa. It is a good one. <laughs> That's my favorite Brian Bulaga. You'll thing. see it Monday. You know Monday Iowa. night we'll see it. Brian Bulaga. Does Iowa. he not?
1: He just looks like Iowa. Well, could you imagine
2: when he—what was it—he sprained his MCL, where he was back at practice like two days later? Yeah. Could you imagine if he was out for multiple games? What would you do at that right tackle position?
0: Pray. Did you watch the? Uh,
2: I don't think the defense even could have yeah, shut down. I don't Cleo think praying gonna if, help uh, anything either. Yeah. If Balaga was out,
0: uh, get drunk then. I don't know. Yeah, well, the game he was out was about as bad as it gets. By the way, I don't know if you saw this, Nelson, as our brewer guy. Uh, you know, they, what's what's the name of the third baseman now? Ryan. Healy. Ryan, Healy. Ryan, but it's Ryan spelled R Y O N, right? Yep. But it's still the, apparently the Brewers first tried to sign Edwin Encarnacion. I think that was the rumors. And well, so, what is this? The they couldn't get a, an actual player, so they got a guy that hasn't played in a year. This was the
1: Edwin. This is the Edwin Encarnacion.
2: Yeah, I think it's just a low. Low risk, high reward if he pans out. Like you said, he's coming off some injuries. And
1: not his back crooked like a question mark? Supposedly. I've never x-rayed it. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Uh, who? Let me ask you this then, Nelson. Does, Doesn't is, he have,
1: like, scoliosis or something?
0: Uh, it's called stenosis of the back and hip, whatever stenosis is. He missed 141 games last year, did hit 25 home runs two years ago and 24 home runs the year before that. So he's got... Decent power, but yeah, guy hasn't played in almost two years. My question to you is, Nelson, is the Brewers opening day third and or first baseman or both or neither currently on this roster?
2: I think the opening day first baseman's on this roster. His name is Ryan Joseph Braun. Woo! That would be hot. The opening, I don't think they have the opening day third baseman, though. I think that's a, that still needs to be addressed by David Stearns. But like we said, we've said this all week. We've said this the week before. It's, it's still early. It's not even January yet. You talked about the Yelich and the Kane deals that came in late January. You talk about some of these late late signings like Dallas Keuchel and uh, Craig Kimbrell. That came during the season last year. Now, I know both those guys didn't have huge impacts, but still, there are players out there that'll that'll sign late. You'll have some uh, no-name guy like Jolice Chassin that all of a sudden sign and in February, you think I mean, they're
1: dip, still dipping in Korea? You think they get one more guy from Korea? Ooh, does, does Korea, Korea have any
0: MVP? Is who can you find out, Nelson? Do they have like a, a an All Pro team or an All League team? Who was the best rated third baseman in Korean baseball last year? Maybe that's their opening day third baseman.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I would not know who that is. You're asking too many questions here to figure out when the internet's down.
0: <laughs> I know we can't even like. What is this? I can't even like. Do anything.
1: Um, no, I. It's because the fax so, machines have taken over. The, oh, man. They're taking they, their technology they, they, back. They grew aware.
0: So, do you think with the the outfielder they brought in, so is that like, does Braun, is he like the. And I say every day, like. Braun's
2: got to move to first base. I was
0: going to say, is, is there any other option than Braun at first base? Braun
2: next to council.
0: Like, (laughs) co-manager? Like, that's what it is. Nelson, he had a better year than Santana. You can't put that kind of production on the Santana's
2: no longer on this roster, so he's irrelevant.
0: So, okay, because I saw, somebody told me yesterday that they said that that the Brewers are all hot and heavy to bring Thames back. Why are you going to bring Eric Thames back? I wouldn't
2: mind a reunion with Eric Thames, uh, you know, $5 million or less. I mean, because if you bring Thames back, he still does give you the versatility where you can play in the outfield, though you'll never, ever hopefully have to use him there. they got
0: like 15 outfielders.
2: But it, it is yeah, a little bit Avi, more versatile. But he's a left-handed bat that could play first base. So, I mean, if if Ryan Braun does start to struggle or he needs a day off, you have a guy that is the awesome. opposite he's side. He's going to need some
1: days off. We already know that.
0: Hey, he played in like the fourth most games last year. He played more games than Yelich and Kane. That guy's
2: durable, man. Durable. Uh, One I've, word that will never, ever be used with Ryan oh, Braun.
0: Look at then the ne- games played. did Yelich
2: fracture his kneecap and yeah. Kane was hurt for a while, too?
0: Did so? Did Ryan Braun, if he's so fragile, why didn't he frag break his kneecap? Because
1: he got every other day
0: off. Oh, look at the game's played. think you'll be surprised. No, I I don't know. I don't, I mean, you'd have to say he's the first baseman. I just was wondering. Well, who else is going to be? Well, just Eric, Eric Thames, because they say they're he's bringing not on the him. roster. I'm just, that's my point. Like, then who's going to, if.
2: I mean, Garcia's younger than Braun. Oh, no, I think he should play left field. And he's had double-digit outfield assists in three seasons. I, I would be surprised if Ryan Braun had done that and won.
0: He's a good player. I think you put him in left, and he, Kane and Yellich, that's a, hell of an, that's a good outfield. You still have Gamble.
2: And Gamble's a hell of a serv- – he's a serviceable player, and he's a hell of a fourth outfielder. It's Ryan a- Braun needs to play first base, and at the very least you get a cheap left-handed guy that you can platoon with for a, just a second there.
0: So the opening day first baseman is on the roster. The opening day third baseman is not.
2: No, I think Healy's just a – he's a – He's a gamble on house money. If he pans out, great. If he doesn't, you spent basically nothing on him, and you can even hide him in AAA because he's got options.
0: Uh, 608-321-1670, what's up, Hawkeye?
4: Evo, bark twice if you're in Milwaukee. (laughs) (laughs) Joe, you ever seen a grown man naked?
0: Uh, No, but I do like movies about gladiators, and I have spent (laughs) a couple of different occasions in a Turkish prison. (laughs)
4: Uh, Guys, I got a question for you. I was just thinking about this here a little bit. Um, I I want the opinion of both of you. Um, As a Bears fan, I am more content with knowing that we're not going to make the playoffs and have a higher draft pick than what might happen to the Packers where they have an excellent record and get bounced in the first round of the playoffs. Are you going to be pissed?
0: Uh, no, because it's first year, and we've had two years of no playoffs, and we were a hot steaming pile of a dumpster fire this off season. So I'm like, I'm happy that next year, Hawkeye. If you ask me the same question, yeah, I'll be pissed. This year, we're they're living on borrowed time. This year, man, this is a gift as a pack of.
4: They they are Joe, but the problem is gonna. This is what's gonna happen. And again, I'm not saying that Bears fans are any different. But Packer fans hold their team to a higher standard. And I can tell you, and whatever they finish their record at, and everybody says, "Oh, this is wonderful. It's the first year for Lefleur." Le, Le and look at what they did with their record, or whatever. But if they get bounced in the first round. There are going to be people they're going to have pitchforks and torches that are going to be lit on fire being like what the hell it's going to be Mark Murphy. It's going to be for oh. they're going to be looking for someone to blame even though they made the playoffs. You know it's true.
1: Well, it's Mark Murphy answer. should be gone anyways. Hey, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. Title Town looks great.
0: Hey, Hawkeye, who's the starting quarterback week 1 for the Bears next year? That's what I want to know.
4: Uh, you know what? In a perfect scenario, um well, the I don't think it's the perfect route scenario? Route. I, I think are you there? Yeah. No, I'm sorry. I just
0: got it. I got, it. I got, I, I got Ted Thompson.
4: Oh, I thought it was a solar flare. Uh, anyway. <laughs> uh, hmm. No, I mean, not even a perfect situation. I think, unfortunately, what's going to happen, and I'm not saying that Ryan Pace is a bad GM, but what's going to happen is, is, I mean, like, Jeff James and Mr. Winston Mr. Biscuit. is going to be, you know, a free agent next year. Maybe Cam Newton will be a free agent next year. Maybe Peyton Manning, or not Peyton Manning, I'm sorry, uh, um, uh, the Manning brother. The Eli. Eli. Eli might be available because he doesn't want to hang it up yet. Maybe Phillip Rivers gets exited out of, you know. Uh, I think California. all those
0: guys are going to be available. So do you take one of those guys or do you, still, do you roll with your boy uh, Trubisky?
4: I don't I, I think you turn the page. Wow. Yeah, I got
0: bad I news for you, good. Hawkeye. I think Mitchell Trubisky is going to start week one for the Bears next year.
1: So here's the reality. The Bears guys. should ink him They're up not, for a lifetime contract.
4: No, you cannot have your defense be on par with what it was last year okay, like stats-wise, and not have the same production. Now, granted, they're not getting the same turnover production, but but the stats are very similar. The, the the problem has been is that he has missed receivers. He has not been as efficient as he needs to be. That's a problem.
0: Uh, Tom Brady, who is older right now, Tom Brady or Jay Cutler? I believe Brady is older than Cutler. Jay Cutler, starting quarterback, Bears, week one, oh, 2020. Hell yeah.
4: Look, let's bring back Rome, all right? We got a more realistic chance of that. And actually, you know what? Here's what I would do. If I was the Bears GM and I was Ryan Pace, uh, because there, there's there's people in San Francisco saying that porn star Jimmy is not the answer, yeah. you know what? Go, go work a trade. Go bring Jimmy back to Illinois. You know, he played at, what is it, Eastern Illinois? Eastern University? Illinois, yeah. Yeah, so bring him back, all right? You don't want him? We'll take your scraps or whatever, and we'll turn him into a superstar.
0: Uh, do they have any good porn stars that live in Chicago? I don't even know.
4: Uh, I'm sure there's a few. Hell
0: yeah. Thank you, Hawkeye. <laughs> All right, uh, yeah, that'll be that, that'll be funny if they they're not getting rid of Trubisky, dude. You're not gonna no. give up on the second overall pick, especially in the same draft that had Patrick Holmes and Deshaun Watson. You will be the forever be the biggest chump GM of all time. He might not be good enough, but these guys' egos, man, there's no way they're gonna say we we were wrong on Trubisky. That dude even though I would rather have Phillip Rivers or Cam Newton if I was a Bears fan starting in week one, that dude's starting week one. Well, look at
2: what Tampa Bay's done with Jameis Winston. Yeah. They kept trotting him out there even when he was struggling the last few years. Every single year because are we going to re-sign this guy? Well, they still have a decision to make, which I think is probably going to be a tough one. But you're going to have to do the exact same thing with Trubisky. Do you think
1: the day Trubisky is either traded or not re-signed is the day uh, Pace loses his job? Probably. I think they're tied together.
0: I think they are definitely tied together.